We begin the Gemara today on Dav Gimel Amidalef, the first line where it says, Hai Kuluhu Chumruhu. So we're in the middle of discussing here the opinion of Rabbah regarding the halacha that the Mishnah said that when a shliach delivers a get from outside of Eretz Yisrael, Medina Sayam, or Chutz Loretz, so the shliach has to testify, that this get was written and signed in my presence. So we know that the get is kosher. What's our concern about this get? So Rabbi says the concern is perhaps it was written because people in Chutzlaretz don't know the halacha. So the Gemara concludes that the truth is that even according to Rabbi, we can't say that people don't know at all the halacha. And that's our concern. Because if, if that was the case, then one shliach would not be believed to testify about the kashras of this get. You would need two them for that, like the halacha always is. Rather here, it's a chumre midrabonon. That there's a possibility that a get could be found in a garbage that has the same name as you. Or I mentioned yesterday, Taisva says that really the whole concern of the year is that the husband may come along and challenge the kashas of this get and say that this get was written Shalai Lishma. So because it's just a Khumri Midrabanan, so therefore we trust the Shliach, which is one eight, to testify that this get was written Lishma. Okay, and then Gemara added, and the reason Chachamim were lenient about this is because we don't want this woman to be stuck, which is what an aguna is, Mishumiguna, Akilu Barabonon. Okay, so let's continue. Frak the Gemara, hi, Kulohu, is this a leniency that's helping out this woman? Chumruhu, but this could turn out to be something that could work against her. How is that? The Matzrachas Leitrei, if you're going to require. That two Adim, let's say that there would have to be two Shluchim that would have to bring this get, and they have to testify that the get was written properly. So then, if the husband comes along later and he challenges the kashas of the get, we're not going to believe the husband because he's against these two. The two are saying that it's kasher. But now, since you're saying that only one Shliach comes and testifies and says the get is kasher, it was written Lishma. So fine, we understand that you're being lenient and you believe only one because this whole thing is only a concern with the Rabbanon. But what happens if the Baal will come and he will say that, no, this get was not written Lishma, so then what's going to be? It's going to be one against one. So how, why would we believe the Shliach more than the Baal? So at that point, the woman is going to be back again into a problem. So you're solving the problem. You're saying that at this point, if the shliach comes, we're going to believe the shliach. But if later the Baal comes and challenges the words of the shliach, so then you have one against one. And for the woman, later on, you're putting her in a situation where she may get stuck there. Answers the Gemara, no, we actually will believe the shliach more than the Baal, even if he comes and challenges and will say that the get is possible. And the reason is, since the master has said, we're going to see later here in the Gemara, when the shliach brings the get, and he has to testify that it was written and signed in front of him. In front of how many people does he have to give her the get? So there's an argument between Rabbi Yechen and Rabbi Chanina about this. One opinion is that it has to be given at least in front of two. And another opinion is that it has to be done in front of a proper bezdin of three. If that's the case, the shliach knows that he's not giving her the get privately. He's giving the get in front of a bezdin or in front of two. So So this shliach will be very particular about this get that he's receiving here. He wants to make sure that the get is a kosher to get. And not only that, Rashi says the main thing that he's going to be making sure of is that the husband made up his mind about this. 
that he's willingly divorcing his wife and he's not going to ever come back to challenge the get. This shliach is afraid, I'm going to bring a get, and I'm getting this get in a bezdin, and everybody sees this. And a month later, then I'm going to ruin my reputation because I'm testifying that this get is kosher. Then a month later, the husband shows up and says, no, this whole get was not written lishma, And he's going to go against what the, what the shliach said. So the shliach, knowing that he's doing this publicly, wants to make sure that what he's doing is good and that the husband is not going to show up to ever come and challenge this. So therefore, this shliach will be very particular to make sure that the get is kosher. He doesn't want to do something which will, in the end will look bad on himself. It'll, it'll, it'll be a bad reputation for himself. So therefore, Rashi then adds and says, what's if the husband does end up showing up? We believe the shliach more than the husband, even though it's one against one. But this shliach, there's a stronger svara that the shliach is saying the truth. Because of this svara that we know that the shliach does not want to uh, say something that will ruin his reputation. The husband may come and do this for whatever reason. He wants to be mitzayed this woman or whatever it is. We don't have a, any svara to believe the husband stronger than just one eight. But for the shliach, there's a svara that he's believed more than just one aid, and therefore the words of the shliach are going to be stronger than the words of the husband. So therefore the shliach saying, he's believed, and he'll be believed even if the husband comes and is ma'arad and challenges to get. So it's, it's what the shliach is more than one. is, is, is believed more than one. Again? No, but the, no, the bezna is just in front of who he gives it. The bezin wasn't there. The bezin wasn't there when the get was written. He's only one person saying right? He's saying it in front of the bezin because he's saying it in front of the bezin. That's a svara that is very medayik because he doesn't want his reputation to be ruined. So, and the husband is not as medayik as him. So, if he's medayik more, we believe him more than we believe the husband. Can we say that maybe situation of no, no, no. When an aide sees something. He just sees it, and then he comes and testifies. He's not thinking in advance about the fact that I'm going to have to testify this publicly and my reputation is on the line. No, not necessarily. Over here, there's a takon of chazal that you must give it in front of two and three and testify in front of two and three, and he knows that. So over here, his reputation is on the line, so therefore he's, he's going to be believed stronger. The Gemara goes through now basically the same discussion we had before in Dav Beis, but according to Rava. Now, according to Rav's opinion, what's the reason why the shliach has to say, his opinion is, that the reason is because what happens if the husband comes and challenges that this get is a forgery, and we're going to have to find the Edim to testify that their signatures are valid, but those Edim are not here. Those Edim are on Chutzlaretz. So therefore, we have this shliach to testify that these signatures are real signatures. I saw the signatures. That was Rav's opinion. So the Gemara again asks the same question. Why are we believing this one shliach? If, really, if we are really concerned that the signatures are a forgery, so we should have to have two Edim to testify that the signatures are good. Isn't this the halacha? Any time you have to validate the signatures of a get, the idea of kiyum shtaris is something that is not only by a get, but b'chlal. Anytime you have a shtar, any document for money matters, and you have signatures, and you have to validate the signatures. How do you validate the signatures? One aid is not good enough. You have to have two aidim to testify that these signatures are authentic. So why is this any different? Why are we believing one shliach to say that the get is a kosher get, and the signatures are not a forgery? 
Answers the Gemara, Eid Echad Namun Isurin. Over here, it's not a document that's being used for a money matter, but it's for uh, Isser, for the woman that is married. So, in the matters of Isser, we believe one Eid. But when do we say that one aid is believed regarding matters of Isser? That's only if it is Chaticha, if it's a piece of meat on the table. And there's a suffix, whether this is forbidden fats that's in this meat, or it's it's permitted, that is. So that, then there's a suffix, and the loy is Chazak Yisura. It's not a situation where there is a prior status that there's an Isser here. But over here, that we have the Isra, the Eishish we know that she's an Eishish If so, is there's a Chazaka for the Isra, and have a Dovish Also, this is a matter of Dovish This is an issue related to a Dovish which, which means a question whether she's an Eishish or not. And the Ein Dovish Mishnayim. The rule is that if you have to say Eidus to determine whether she's Mutter or Asr, regarding the marriage of Eishish you have to have two Eidim for this. So the question again is, why is this one shliach believed to say that this get is a kosher get and it's not a forgery? Answers the Gemara, bedin hu, the truth is, as I, that since, according to Rava, what is our suffix? What, what is our question? The signatures of the get, are these signatures authentic or are they not authentic? So now, bedin hu, really minateire, the halacha really should be, the bikim shtaris, not only by a get, but any star, any time there's a question whether the signatures on a star are authentic or a forgery, so by all shtaris, nami loy there'd be no reason really to have to verify signatures. And the reason is, kedresh lakish. Resh lakish explained this, the Amr resh lakish. Resh lakish said, edim, hachsumim al ashtar, when you have signatures of edim on a star, nasu kemi shenechkere edusam bebezdim. Signatures on a star are believed and are accepted as if those two Adam are standing right here in front of us and are being interrogated by the Bezdin. What's the basis of this? So Rashi here says the reason is because min hatayre, our assumption is that people do not have the chutzpah to forge, to forge a document. So when you see a document with two signatures, so we don't entertain the possibility that the person holding the document forged it. And we accept it as, as authentic signatures. So when you see signatures, it's totally accepted. There's no need to verify it. But it was only in later time where the Rabbanon saw that there were some people that were forging documents. So Rabbanon required that the document should have to be verified. So this whole entire thing that Rav is saying here, that it's possible that the husband will come and challenge and say that this get is a forgery, that doesn't matter. It's all just a requirement So because it's a requirement but over here, because this woman could become stuck, so therefore and said that even though usually by a star, what happens if you have two people in a dintaira and a, per- a person presents a star and the other person challenges and says, this star is a forgery. So usually by every star, you have to have two Adam to validate the star. But over here, because there's an issue that this woman can become an aguna, Sachacham were lenient, and they said that one, the shliach himself is believed. Again, the Gemara goes through the same question and answer that we asked before. Is this considered to be a leniency for the, for the good of the woman? This turns out to be something which is a stringency for her. She could end up being stuck later. Why? If you'll require two Adam in the beginning to validate the star, so then the husband can't later come and pass and challenge the star that it's a forgery. 
now that you're believing only one shliach, what could happen? If the husband will come later, he'll challenge the star, and then it's going to be one against one, so she'll be stuck again. Answers the Gemara, no, we're actually going to believe the shliach more than the husband. Since the master has said, when the shliach comes and gives the get to the isha, and he has to testify that it was written and signed in front of him. In front of how many does he have to give it? So Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Chanina argued about this. One opinion is that it's given in front of two. Another opinion is that it's given in front of three. So therefore, he knows that he's doing this in a public setting. So this shliach is very careful, very particular to know that the get is good and the husband wants to give it. He doesn't want to ruin his reputation. So therefore, the shliach will be believed more than the husband that would come and challenge and say that this get is a forgery. But there's two ways in the get. So what's the point? There's two, so the, when yeah, the husband yeah. comes, he's fighting not only this aid that brings it, he's fighting... He's not fighting anybody. Get. The husband is coming and saying that the two aid in the get never happened. It's a forgery. The Isha herself or someone... Not the Isha, but he said so, so, the, the, the get was forged. The shliach forged it maybe. So that, that's what he's arguing. But the Gemara is saying that the shliach is believed more than the husband because the shliach we know is very medayik. He's not going to ruin his reputation for this. So therefore he's believed against the, against the husband. Why did Rav not accept Rabbi's pshat that our main concern here about this get and the testimony of Bifone Nichta, Bifone Nechtam is regarding Lushma? to testify that the get is written Lishma. Rav did not accept it. Rav said that the main issue we're concerned of is that it may have been a forgery, the signatures. Amalach, Rav will tell you, Mi Katani, does it say in the Mishnah, Befane Nechtav Lishma, Befane Nechtam Lishma? Does the Mishnah say that the Shliach has to testify that it was written Lishma and it was signed Lishma? That's not his testimony. He's just saying, Befane Nechtam, Befane Nechtam. So that sounds like that we're coming to authenticate the signatures, that it's not a forgery. It doesn't say a word about Lashma. But Rabbi, Rabbi answers to that, the dinu the Really, the Mishnah should have said that the, the testimony is that it was for Lashma. Ella, however, there's a reason why we don't have the Shliach say this. The Mafshus Lady Buddha, if you have the Shliach say too much, we're afraid that he may not say this testimony properly. He may cut off some words that he's supposed to say. And what happens if he cuts off some of the words that he's supposed to say? So Rashi says, once Chachamim instituted the exact edus that he has to testify, if he doesn't say it exactly the way the Chachamim say it, so then the get won't be kosher. And then even if this woman goes and gets married to someone else because her get wasn't kosher, the children could turn out to be mamzerim. So therefore, the Chachamim wanted to keep the words short enough that there shouldn't be an issue that he might skip words. So therefore, they just said, let him say, and then the Bezdem will inquire. The Bezdem will inquire. Well, if it was written in front of you, do you know that it was written Lishma? But if you're afraid of him skipping words, now that he says, should we not be afraid that he's going to skip words as well? Answers the Gemara, no, we're not. If a person is saying two statements and each statement has three words in it, so if he's saying three words for the statement, that we're concerned that he may drop one word, he may miss one word. But if he only has to say two words, so the, 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 the smallest sentence that a person usually says is two words. 
So to be afraid that he's not even going to say two words, which is the, the smallest sentence, that we're not afraid of. But if a person has to say a sentence of three words, that's more than the ba- most basic sentence a person can say. So therefore, three words, a person may just say two, which is a full sentence. B'fana nichtav is a full sentence. He may not finish off the lishma. But if, if you institute that you must say b'fana nichtav, what are you afraid of? He's going to, just going to come into Bezna and say b'fana? What is he saying? In front of me. In front of me what? So we're not afraid that he's going to skip the word of nichtav. So therefore, Rabbi says, the reason is that we want him to let us know that it was written Lushma, but he doesn't actually say the word Lushma. He says, he says, and then the Lushma, we inquire and we will get our uh, answer from him. On the other hand, now, why did Rabbi not want to learn like Rabbi's opinion? That the whole testimony of is to verify the signatures, that it's not a forgery. If it's all about the signatures, let the Mishnah just say, and that's it. The main thing is he has to testify the chsima, the signature. That's it. Why does the Mishnah say that there's two parts to the testimony of the Shliach? He has to say that it was written in front of him and it was signed in front of him. The writing of the Get is not the question we have. Anybody could write a Get. The question is, what's with the signatures? Are the signatures real or not? In other words, the signatures tell us that the husband is the one that uh, uh, wrote this get for, for, for the Sisha. Or did maybe the Shliach or the Isha forge the, the signatures and she wrote it by herself. But the signatures is the main thing over here. So why does the Bechlal say, So therefore Rabbi says, if it says, the writing of the get is, is important because the writing has to be Lishma. And Rav will respond to this and explain as follows. You're right, really the main testimony is all just about the signatures. Ella, however, if that's what the testimony is going to be, so then there's a problem. This testimony here regarding the signature that it's valid could now be confused with other times, any time you come to verify any star. Just like, like we learned before, that Midrabana, not only does a get have to be verified by any star, by any money matter, if an Adin Taira, the other Baldin, comes and challenges the authenticity of the star, you have to verify the star. What's the halacha for every star that you have to verify the signatures? You need two Adin. So if by a get, you have to use only one aid to verify the signatures, this will become a confusion. People may say, oh look, by a get, one aid is believed. The Shliach alone is believed. So maybe by a, a, every star, one Shliach alone is believed as well. So therefore, again, people will come and think that just like by a get, one aid is believed. So by every star, to validate the signatures, one aid is also believed. So therefore, Chachamim instituted, add something more when you are validating the get, so that people should understand that this is different than every star. Add the words, that the get was written in front of me. By every star, when you validate a star, you don't have to say that the star was written in front of you. So therefore, that will be a reminder for people to realize that the get is different than a star. The rabbi, rabbi will answer you to this and say that no, it's, it's not necessary to have the Bufana Nichtav to make a distinction between a get and every star. Why not? Midami, because there's no comparison in the first place between the language that's used by a get, but when you validate a get, and by a star. Hasam Yadinon. By every star. When you're testifying that you know the signatures, what do you testify? You testify, oh, I recognize the signatures. When you have to validate signatures, if it's not the Adem themselves that signed, 
If it's other Edom that are coming and are validating these signatures, they don't have to be there when the signature happened. They just have to say, Yadinon, we recognize these signatures. Hocha, but over here, Bifanai. Over here, the Shliach has to say, it was signed in my presence. So it's already different. Another distinction. For validating a signature, a woman, which is not a kosher to aid, is not believed for that. Here, even if the Shliach is a woman delivering the get, she's believed to say that it was written in front of her to, uh, to validate the signature. A third distinction. For every single star, when you validate it, the person himself that's holding the, that, that's bringing the star, that has the star, he's not believed to authenticate the signatures. Over here, the woman herself that brings her get, if she brings her get from Chutz Laretz, she can testify. As she brings, we'll see in the Gemara later, it says that even the woman that brings her own get must say, that's in a case where the woman is bringing the get and she's not divorced with it yet. Usually the moment she gets the get in her hands, she's divorced. But if a husband makes a condition with her and says that you should only be divorced if you bring your get to a Bezdin in Eretz Yisrael. So then only when she comes to Eretz Yisrael will she be divorced. She herself testifies about this get that it was written in front of me and it was signed in front of me and we accept that. So the Baldova herself could say this and we, we don't find such a leniency regarding a star when you have to validate the signatures. So therefore what Rabbi is arguing is that don't tell me that the added words of Bufana and Nichtav is to create a distinction between every star and the get it's anyways completely different. We see over here all these details that the star and a get are totally different. But Rav still argues back and says, no, there's still something about the get and the star that's similar, and therefore it could be confusing. Why? Because Atu Hacha over here is it not true that Ki Amri Yadinan? If the Shliach comes and says Yadinan, I know that this signature in the get is good. Milay Mahemli is he not believed? In other words, what Rav is arguing is, if the whole point is to verify the signature, the shliach actually does not have to be standing there, and it doesn't have to be written in his presence. If the shliach comes and says, Yad Inon, will, will that not be accepted? It would be. So since if the shliach comes and says, that I know that this signature is good, he would be believed, that's good enough. There still could be a confusion with a get and all other shtaris, that only one aid would be believed. Okay, so yeah, so what Rav is saying is true, there are certain halachas that are different between a get and a shtar, but nevertheless, what Rav is saying is, that according to my opinion, even if the shliach does not say it was written in my presence, even if he does not say befanai, he says, Yadinon, I know that this star, or this get rather, was written, uh, that, 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 again, I recognize the signatures, just Yadinon, he recognizes the signatures, that's, that's accepted. If that's accepted, so that's similar to every star. By every star, he's also testifying that he recognizes the signatures. So because of that similarity, Chachamim added, befanai nichtav, that it should be clear that it's different than every other star. That's uh, Rashi's Pshat in the Gemara. Taisus, however, says that Rava does not argue on the, on, the, on the Lashon of the Mishnah. The Lashon of the Mishnah is that a Shliach has to say, Bifonai Nichtav. He has to say that it was written in my presence, and it's actually not enough. Even according to Rava, you cannot say, I know, I recognize the signatures. When the Gemara says, Ki Amri Yadina Mila Mehemi, what the Gemara means to say is, if there were two Shluchim that came together, and two shluchim say about this get that we recognize the signatures even though it was not written in our presence. Then by a get that would work. So just for that alone, 
because by a get, if two are testifying, they don't have to say that it was written in their presence, that's enough of a reason, Rav says, that there may be a confusion between a shtar and a get, and therefore to make it very clear that a shtar is different than a get, that by a shtar you need two them to validate the signatures. By a get, one is enough, Chachamim instituted to add that line, Bifonai Nichtav. So it makes it clear that a get and a shtar are different. Okay, now the Gemara comes back to Rabbah's opinion. According to Rabbah's opinion, that says, what's the reason that the Shliach has to testify? He has to testify that the get was written Man hai Tane. Who is the Tane of our Mishnah, the boy Siva Lishma, that requires that the writing of the get should be with this Allah of Lishma for the sake of the woman? And also Chasima Lishma, and that the signature should be also Lishma. Right? According to Rabbah, you're testifying both details, Bifanai Nichtav Lishma and Bifanai Nechtam Lishma. Does both the, the, the writing and the signature of the get have to be Lishma? So the Gemara here brings that this is an argument between Tanoim. So who are these Tanoim that argued about this? Now, I, Rab Meir, if we would be following Rab Meir's opinion, Rab Meir's opinion is Chasime Boi, the signatures of the get has to be Lishma, Ksivalei Boi. The writing of the get does not have to be Lishma. As Rashi here explains, according to Rab Meir, the main Koyach of the whole Kashrus of the, of the get are the signatures. Not the writing. When it says in the Torah, the Kosav law Seifa Krisis, the Kosav, which literally means to write the get, but it really refers primarily to the signing of the get. When you have the words of the get that are written without any signatures, the the writing of the get means nothing because the writing itself, you don't know who wrote it, you don't know what if it's valid or not. The signatures gives the whole validity to the get. The ikir of the get is the signatures. So when the Torah writes the Kosav law that has to be written Lishma, what is the law going on? Dafka on the Chasima. All the halachas that there are regarding a get that you learn from this pasik all refers just to the signatures. The writing of the get, it doesn't matter. That's Rav Meir's opinion. So therefore, according to Rav Meir, the writing does not have to be Lishmaro. The Gemara brings the source of this, the Tanahan, we learned in the Mishnah later in the Mesechte here. There's another halacha regarding a get. A get is, is, can be written in all kinds of materials, paper, anything else. But the Mishnah says, Ein kaisven b'mechubr lekarka. A get may not be written on something which is attached to the ground. Let's say you're writing a get on a leaf of a tree when it's still attached to the tree. But here, this is Rav Meir. This is the Tanakhama in that Mishnah, which is Rav Meir speaking. Rav Meir says, what's if you write a get and it is attached to the ground? And then Tolshoi, you cut off the leaf. And Chasmai, and then you signed it. After you cut it off, then you signed it. And then Vinasnaila, you gave her the get kosher. It will be kosher. Why? Because Rav Meir's opinion is that this halacha, that it may not be written b'chuber, as long as the signature was after it was cut off, it's going to be kosher. Rashi brings, it's learned out from the Lashon of the Pasuk where it says v'kosav, and then it says v'nosam. V'kosav, v'nosam means has to be written and has to be given. And there should be nothing in between. If you write it when it's still attached to the ground, and then you have to cut it off, so there's a, a step in between. V'kosav, Cutting and then the nasa. So there can't be any step in between. But according to Rav Meir, the Vikasav means the signing. So as long as the signing was done after it was cut off, it's fine. It'll be kosher. But as you see here in this Mishnah, even according to Rav Meir, that even the writing should not be when it's attached to the ground. Because if you're going to write it when it's attached to the ground, you may come to sign it when it's attached to the ground. But Minatayra, it can be written even when it's attached to the ground. And the same thing applies to the halacha of lishma. Min hatayre, there's no din of lishma regarding a get.
Only the, the, uh, the again, that's regarding the writing of the get, only regarding the signature of the get. Okay, so, the, so it can't be Rab Meir. When our Mishnah says that the writing of the get, you have to say, Bufanai Nichtav, that it was written Lishma, can't be Rab Meir. On the other hand, if our mission would follow another opinion about this, which is Rabbi Lazar's <coughs> opinion is, his opinion is, no, that the writing of the get has to be Lishma. And the signatures do not have to be Lishma. Actually, according to Rabbi Lazar, as we'll see over here, you don't even necessarily need signatures at all in a get. The, a get is totally kosher without any signatures altogether. According to Rabbi Lazar, how do we know that the get is kosher without any signatures? Rabbi Lazar's opinion is the edim you have to have witnesses when the get is being given to the isha. That's what's called edim mesira, the edim that are there when it's given over to her. Rabbi Mary's opinion is you have to have edim chsima, the edim that signed the get. The, the language that's always used in the Gemara about this is brought in many places. Rabbi Mary's opinion is edim chsima karti. The main edus of a get is the ones that are signing the get. Rabbi Lazar says no, you don't need signatures in the get at all. The edim that make a get kosher are the edim that are present when the husband gives the get to the isha. So there's no signatures necessarily in the get. So therefore, according to Rabbi Lazar, how does our Mishnah say, that the shliach has to testify for the signatures of the get? You don't need the signatures at all. Says the Gemara now, if you'll argue and say, maybe our Mishnah is following Rabbi Lazar's opinion. When does Rabbi Lazar say that you don't need signatures and you don't need signatures? That's only Menatayra. Maybe according to Rabbi Lazar, that is, they instituted that a get should have to be written, signed and it should have to be signed. Says the Gemara, that's not true. And here brings a source where we see that Abu Laza holds it even with the Rabbanon, it does not have to be signed. Because Vaha Shleisha Gitin Psulin Dirabanon. There are three Gitin that are brought in a Mishnah later in the Mesechte that are only possible with the Rabbanon. And in that Mishnah, we clearly see that according to Rabbi Lazar, even with the Rabbanon, a get does not require signatures. We learned in the Mishnah there as follows Gimel Gitin Psulin. There are three gitin that will be possible only midrabanan, vi'im nisis, and then if she gets married after she received such a get, so havlad, a child that's born from the second marriage, kosher. The child will be kosher. Why? Because the get that she got before, minatayre, is kosher. What are these three gitin? One is kosav v'ksav yodai. If the husband writes the get with his own handwriting, and vein elevated, there's no, there are no aidim that signed this get, just his handwriting. So such a kind of a get, minatayre, is kosher. <coughs> and the reason is because this get, the fact that you have his handwriting, Taisu says, His handwriting is just as good as a signature. What does the signature come to prove? That the get is authentic, that the husband wrote it. But if he's writing it with his own handwriting, so you don't need any signature. But midrabonan though, it'll be possible. Okay? Another case of a get which is kosher minatayre, but it's possible midrabonan is a get that does have, uh, does have signatures of Eidim, but Ve'im Ba'izman, does not have a date. Okay, we'll see later in the Mesechte, Chachamim or Mesakin, that a get must have a date. When I tell you, a get does not need any date, but with Rabbanon, there are reasons they said that a get must have a date. Or a third get, Yash Ba'izman, a get that has a date, but Ve'im Ba'ela Eid Echot. There's only one Eid that signed this get. And there's a discussion in the Gemara exactly what the case of this one Eid is, 
who wrote the get? Did the husband write the get with his handwriting? Or did a regular cipher, a scribe write the get? Okay, we'll see later in the Masechta about this. All these gitten here, they are possible only And if she gets married to someone else after receiving such a get, the child is kosher. Now on this, Rabbi Loza says, A get, even if it does not have any Edom on it, it was only given to the Isha in front of Edom. As I mentioned before, this is what's called Edom Sira. Kosher. The get is going to be kosher. But what does Rabbi Loza mean when he says kosher? Rabbi Loza is saying kosher even with the Rabbanon. Because even the Tanakhama was only saying that it's possible with the Rabbanon. So when Rabbi Loza says kosher, he says kosher even with the Rabbanon without any signatures altogether. Another halacha that Rabbi Loza says, and such a kind of a get, or even any shtar, which has no signatures on it, could be used to collect monies from properties that are not in your possession anymore, but were sold to a buyer. That's what's called in Chassam Mishabadim. There's a lien on the property and it was sold. So Rashi says, for example, by a get, if Isha presents this get and she wants to use it to prove that she got divorced and she's owed her ksuba money and she wants to collect the ksuba money from properties that the husband already sold off, even though there's no signatures in the get, she can use this get to collect the properties. It's a, it's a, it's a valid document. And the same thing also regarding a loan. If a person wants to get paid up for a loan, you can use a document even without signatures to get paid from a Shabbatim. The halacha of collecting from, from properties that were sold off is only by a loan or a money that's owed that's written in a document. Because there's a coil, people know about this. Money that's owed that's not written in a document, you cannot collect from a Shabbatim. Because the Lekeach has no way of, of uh, making any research and finding out about this. So wh- why should you lose out? Because you had a loan or you had money that you owed and there's no way for him to find out about it. There has to be a valid document to allow you to collect from this lekeah, from this buyer that bought this property. So according to Rabbi Lazar, a shtar, a get without any aidin, is a valid document. And now he adds, This that we see that Adam signed a get, why do Adam sign in a get? This is for tikkun o'ilam and that is for the future. Not for the cashers of the get itself, but in the future, what happens if the Adim that were there when the get was given to the Isha will pass away or will leave town? And in the future, she has to prove that this get is authentic. If there'll be no signatures on the get, she can't summon those Adim, she won't be able to prove the authenticity of the get. So therefore, there was a tikkun o'ilam. If there'll be a problem in the future, Chachamim said that it's a good idea that the Adim should sign the get. But even without those signatures, the get is totally kosher. Right? It's just it's just a tikkun oilam that once we see what's the tikkun oilam. Once we see signatures in a get, that itself leads me to a, to, to a conclusion. There's a chazake that Adam don't sign on the get unless everything was done bekashras, that the get was written properly and the get was was given properly. But you don't need any signatures on a get. So what's the Gemara's question? When our Mishnah says that the Shliach has to testify that the Get was signed in front of me, Lishma, this can't be Rabbi Loza's opinion. Because according to Rabbi Loza, there's no such a thing of a Get being signed, that you should require it to be signed Lishma. 
So now the Gemara tries and comes back and says, maybe we should say that Meiri. Maybe when it says that you have to sign and write and sign the Get Lishma, maybe it is Rab Meir. Now, but didn't we prove before that according to Rab Meir, the writing does not have to be Lishma? Only, only the signature does? Says the Gemara, but I could say, when does Rab Meir say that the writing does not have to be Lishma? That's only Menatayra. But maybe Midrabanam Boy. Maybe the, maybe in it does have to be written lishma, similar to what the Gemara said before regarding the halacha of mechuber. Midrabanan is exaited that it should be written lishma. Says the Gemara, that's not true because Vahamir Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman said, Rav Meir. Rav Meir would say, Afile Motzei Baashpa. Even if you find a get that was written, let's say a sefer wrote a get, he was practicing how to write a get, and then he just threw it in the garbage. And the chasmei v'nasnula, and a person took the get, and the red get is written properly. It has his names on the get and everything. And then he took it and he signed it and he gave it to the isha kasha. It's totally kasha. So what do we see over here? That according to Rab Meir, this the writing of the get does not have to be lishma at all. V'chitemen, if you're going to say anan medai raisa kamasnina lo, this that Rav Nachman said that you could take a get out of the garbage. That's only menatayda, but not medarabanon. Says the Gemara, that's not true because ihachi oimahoy Rab Meir. Rav Meir would say that you can do so. It should have said that this is okay, but it's not okay. The fact that Rav Nachman says that according to Rav Meir, you can just take a get out of the garbage and have it signed and used, what does that mean? That the writing of the get does not have to be lishma at all. So therefore our question is, why, is, why do you have to say, why do you have to testify that the get was written lishma? So our Mishnah seemingly does not go, not like Rav Meir's opinion and not like Rav Allah's opinion. So who is our Mishnah? That's the question there.